Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man show new Rafferty head coach. He came home to Rafferty, Virginia. The one only Darius Nichols of the Highlanders now out of the Big South. Coach Nichols, what's up, my brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. My brother, a spring day in ATL, man. A little rainy, but it's all good, brother. Can't complain yeah. one bit, man. Yeah, no, nah, it's nice up here. It feels like Florida up here right now. Yes, indeed, man. Tell me this, man. When you got the opportunity to take over this program. Yeah, I didn't make you feel doing juice from Rafferty, Virginia. Um, it made me feel it made me feel really good. I mean, the thing about it is, like you know, moving from assistant to a head coach, there's a lot of things that um are different. Um, and just to be able to do that in my situation in, in a comfort zone, you know, in my hometown, that's that's really special. Yes, indeed. And you go into a good spot because Mike Jones did a great job there for the past 10 years there, man. So you come into a job that's not broken. You know, you just have to pick it up and kind of put, put your own twist on it now. So how does that make you feel knowing you come into a job that's kind of it's not broken? You don't got to re, re, rebuild this thing. It's kind of already been established. You just got to put your twist on it now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up watching Rand for basketball. So I, all, all the alumni, all the former greats, I know those guys and you know, I'm used to seeing the success that Raffers had, not only under Mike Jones, but in the previous years. So I know what the expectations are um, coming into it, and I know the, the type of talent you you can win with here. Um, so it, it was crazy in our first team meeting. I, I told our guys that, um, Mike, don't feel bad. Mike Jones left me too. Um, it was crazy because Mike Jones recruited me at West Virginia uh, University where I played. And then going into my, my freshman year, I was going into summer school and he left and took the job at the University of Georgia, the assistant job. And I said, you know, I know what you guys are going through. I've been through coaching change. So just, uh, you know, the first few days on a job was was more so just getting to know those guys and them getting to know me. So, um, and I think that's the way to lay the foundation is, you know, I have some empathy from, from what they're going through because I've been through it. Let me ask you brother. All right. What point in your career did you decide you want to be a head coach? I know my father's a coach. And yeah. I wanted to get in the coach. I prefer to talk about it in this play. I don't. I, I know. Look, bro. Yeah. If yeah. you make if you make make this assignment for me, I'm, I'm on Coach Stroud probably. So <laughs> I know that ain't good for today's world. I said, "Hey, coach, ain't for me. I ain't. I'm gonna cuss no kids out." But yeah. for, for you, man, what point in your life you say, "Hey, I, I want to get in the coaching and get, get, get make this my career to help young men grow as young men." Um, I would say. 
I wanted to get into coaching when I couldn't play anymore. <laughs> you know, I thought I told the guys I thought I would be playing basketball for forever, playing in the NBA and, and all that good stuff. But, you know, two knee, knee, knee injuries um, prevented me from continuing playing uh, professional basketball overseas. So um, I always wanted to do something to help kids. You know, I, I went to school for sociology. I wanted to be a social worker. So after I couldn't play, I, I was thinking to myself, how can I how can I stay involved in a game of basketball, but also help kids? And so then I, I thought to myself, you know, you combine the two and you get coaching because that's what that is. Most definitely. Let me ask you this, man. How would you prepare to become a head coach? Because I'll tell you this about me. Um, as I was a, a co-host, I was always thinking in my head, if I was the host, I would have this guest on or have this topic or ask this question. But as a co-host, I kind of had to play my role. So yeah. as assistant coach, how did you kind of prepare your mind to say, hey, if I was in this position, I would do this. I would talk this booster. I would do this. So how would you kind of prepare for yourself for this position right here during the day, being the Rafford Highlanders head coach now? Yeah, I'm just fortunate that I played for really good guys. Um, you know, John Beeline, Bob Huggins. I've worked for really good guys. You know, I worked for Bob Huggins. Um, worked for Mike Young, Mike White. Um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of good coaches. So, you know, while I'm working for them, obviously, I'm doing what they asked me to do. Um, you know, buying into their vision. But at the same time, while I'm doing that, I'm formulating, okay, why are we doing this? If it was my program, why what would I do differently? So even though I was I was doing the job at hand, I was also asking myself why or what would I do in this situation? And you know, that that's how I prepared myself to become a head coach is just learning from really good guys, learning what to do, learning what not to do um as well so you know over the years I've just formulated my own opinions and own ideas and um the identity that I wanted to be and and have when I became a head coach and uh coach uh, this man uh, building a program man that's so key actually you worked for some legends in the game you know Mike Young doing things in Virginia Tech you know Bob Huggins of course you know he's Huggins always doing things Mike White doing good things in Florida man so building a program man what's gonna be your ideal young man in your program, what do you have the core principles that you'll have for your program here going forward? Um, the, the main thing for me, I just want to build an environment. I know everybody talks about culture, this culture, that. I want to build an environment where everybody can do their best work, whether it's the coaches, the players, whatever that is. And when you talk about the environment that you create, that that ends up building long-term into your culture. Um, so, the, so the guys that I want, you know, I want guys that are driven. I want guys that, that have a passion for what they do. Um, I think that's really important, especially when you spend so much time involved in the game of basketball and around other people. I think you have to have a passion for what you do and an appreciation for what you do. Um, so, you know, when I go recruiting, I always try to hear stories of why I think the certain student athlete will project out to be a better player than he is right now. And for you, man, what are your thoughts on the Big South as a league now? You know, you got uh, Rafford's always up there, Hampton's in there, a is coming now, um, Winthrop has won it back-to-back years, and Mark Prosser's down there now. Tell us about the league as a whole, man, your thoughts on it, coming to a league with such great coaches and great talent in that league. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the league's getting better. Like when you're adding, you know, North Carolina a Will Jones down there, he's doing a really good job. Um, and, you know, Prosser, my brother, my older brother, he worked with Prosser at Wofford, so a lot of guys in the league I know on a personal level. And so I know how good of a job they do and I know what they believe in. So I think the Big South is um, is getting better and better. And, you know, you see the success and, you know, some guys moving on and, um, 
you know, just the, the history and the traditions of some of the programs and some of the programs that are joined in the Big South. Most definitely. And also recruiting brand. The Big South is prominent in the South here. You know, it's it's known now. You got HBCUs, you got, you know, Virginia represented, North Carolina, uh, you got South Carolina represented. So, like, you know, the, the quality up the seaboard there, you can get guys that way. It's a national brand as well, and Radford because of the name is a national brand. Been been the big dance a few times. So, so and you recruit young men. What's gonna be the pitch to them to want to come up there and play for you guys at Radford, man, in the Big South, and uh, be a part of some special you building up there. I don't know if I can give you the pitch because then the other guys in the league will try to can, can spin it easy on me. So I, oh, I, I think, got you. <laughs> I got you. You know what? I, I I've never come off as a salesman. I think each each uh, student athlete's situation is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't, the same thing I sell to so-and-so, I can't sell the same thing to them. But the one thing I can sell for us is, you know, it's a family, it's going to be a family atmosphere. I mean, I hire my brother. You think about, you think about what guys say at the end of practice, they go to the middle of the floor and they say one, two, three family. Um, so for us, it's truly going to be a family, a family feel. And I think that's when a mother and a father drop their, child off the play they want to make sure they're in the good in good hands and it feels like a family environment i'll ask you about it how cool is it gonna be to, to work with your brother how's it gonna be cool to have that him with you every day man building thing with you together special thing to have two brothers on the same staff doing big things man how, how's it make you and your, and your family feel about this yeah it's it, i mean it's gonna be really cool because me and my brother are really close because you know when i was at florida he was at murray we used to talk to each other at least four or five times a day, bounce ideas off of each other, share recruiting contacts, and, and just share different philosophies of what we are doing. So to be able to do that in, on the same staff is really cool. And, you know, the thing that, the thing that um, you know, when me and him had conversations about him, you know, joining the staff and the other guys I'm hiring, um, you know, the main thing that I don't want to do is, okay, that's your brother, so you're going to listen to your brother. No, that, that's not the case. That's my brother, so he should be able to tell me the truth more than everybody else. And so I think when you have guys around you and my staff or guys that I'm really close with, guys that can tell you the truth, I think that's those are the guys you want on your staff, especially as a first-time head coach. Most definitely. And so it's about the, the deep pool you can recruit from, from being in Radford. You can get to Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, up North Virginia, this DMV area, even yeah. to Georgia down here. Tell us about that, knowing you're in a good spot to get recruited. You can just drive in the car and find yeah. talent. If I have to get on a plane, which I know at, at the level you're going to now, the resource ain't where it was in Florida. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the good thing about Radford is it's right off Interstate 81. So there's a lot of people, you know, whether it's an official visit, an unofficial visit. If you're passing through the area, you know, you're coming from D.C. down to Charlotte or whatever, you know, you may pass through. Um, so I think the area is good. We can get to a lot of different places, a lot of different states. You know, you can go over to West Virginia and find some guys. Um, you know, Northern Virginia, the DMV has been really good at Rafford in the past. Um, so just these areas that we can get to in a short amount of time. But it's also a lot of good schools in this area that also want to recruit the same area. So the recruitment starts uh, starts early and it gets competitive, especially in the Big South early. Nice. Uh, Coach, man, this year with the vaccines and COVID, you can actually have guys on campus now because I know skill development is going to be very key for you in year one and putting your system for the young men. So it's about how key it is having your guys on campus this summer, get them calculated to your system and get them, kind of get them in their, in their flow, for, get ready for September and October that are coming up here real soon down the road. Yeah. 
yeah, I think it's going to be key, not only for like, you know, them to get better as players, but to develop that trust in myself and, and, and the staff. So, you know, I got the job late, so I, I wasn't able to get on the court with it, with the guys. So, you know, I'm excited to when these guys get back and we can get going. And I think that helps speed up the relationship building as well. I'm going to ask Coach Nichols, what is your – I got two, two part of the club, close you out. What's your favorite spot to eat in, in Atlanta? Secondly, <laughs> what's your favorite Atlanta moment you had in your life, man? Um, Favorite spot to eat in Atlanta. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, it's crazy because I don't spend a lot of time in Atlanta, but I spend a lot of time in Atlanta airport or flying. Yeah. So my favorite spot is in Atlanta airport, five guys, five guys breakfast, though. Because I don't think because five guys don't usually do breakfast, but they don't in Atlanta airport. Yeah. So that's that's the hidden gem in Atlanta is that five guys breakfast. So I think it's Concourse D or something. I got it. Yeah. Um, favorite memory in Atlanta was probably when um, I think it was in Sweet 16. In Sweet 16, when I was in West Virginia, my sophomore year, we played in Atlanta and then we told each other, we said, if we, you know, if we, I think it was, if we made it to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, one of them, then our whole team would go out. And, you know, that's when grills were in. The whole team would go oh, out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some grills. So we went out, we went out, we had an off day. We went out and got some grills and they said, okay, we going to fit you for them. And the next day you can come pick them up. So the whole team went out and got team grills. Hey, I remember those days. I had, I had my set of pullouts too, bro. I was right there with you. Who's Mike Jones? Who? Mike <laughs> Paul Wall. Man, <laughs> yes. I remember those days. I went through the same thing, brother. <laughs> I, that's classic right there, the pullout grills. Classic. Yes, indeed. With Coach Nichols, thank you for your time today, brother. When you come down here to recruit, man, got to have your studio in Midtown, brother. Got to have you okay. come on, come by Hollis, man, okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Appreciate you having me on. In time, coach. In time, brother. Okay, we'll see you. All right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.